These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. A man who stabbed a fellow psychiatric patient to death at Morissette Hospital was on Monday sentenced to a maximum of 23 years in jail. Late last year, Thomas Dylan Stone pleaded guilty to stabbing his flatmate, 41-year-old Robert Mitchell, three times with a kitchen knife in the cottage they shared. The 27-year-old disposed of the weapon by throwing it into Lake Macquarie and told Triple Zero operators he stabbed Mr Mitchell because he felt like it. Stone was sentenced to a non-parole period period of 17 years and six months. He will be eligible for parole in 2034. Police confirmed on Tuesday morning a man had died in a crash between a car and a truck at Willow Tree in the Upper Hunter. The crash happened just before 10.30 on Monday night on the New England Highway. The road was closed for some time while forensic officers carried out investigations at the scene. Local Labor members gathered in Glendale on Tuesday morning, pledging to match a $13 million federal Labor commitment to complete the first stage of the suburb's transport interchange. The project has been in the pipeline for more than 20 years, with Lake Macquarie Council also pledging to pitch in $6 million to get the project off the ground. Port Stephens MP Kate Washington said it's a tripartite agreement. So this is Labor working together at three levels of government to ensure that we deliver something that the community has been calling out for for years. On Wednesday morning, police revealed they suspected the victim of a crash at Willow Tree on Monday night may have crashed into a semi-trailer deliberately. It was revealed 34-year-old driver Dr Hashvadan Nadi was the ex-boyfriend of murdered dentist Preeti Reddy, whose body was discovered by police in Sydney on Tuesday night. Dr Reddy was reported missing by her family on Sunday after attending a dental convention with Dr Nadi. Detective Superintendent Gavin Dengate told Macquarie Radio police had spoken to Dr Denardi prior to his death. We're hoping the public helps us on that and as well as uh, the family and friends. Um, so that's, we're still actually exactly what I was talking about, looking for that timeline of when they have met up, we're still making those quarries. It's very difficult, as you know, um, now with, with, uh, with what's happened to, to get that. Hunter nurses and midwives held rallies on Wednesday at Singleton and Maitland hospitals to raise awareness about the lack of safe nurse-to-patient ratios in the region. It followed a report from the Bureau of Health showing a 6% increase in emergency department presentations at Maitland Hospital and 2% at Singleton. Maitland Hospital nurse Jane Burr said nurse-to-patient ratios are the only way to provide a safe environment. So that nurses know they will have a wonderful ratio in the morning, one to four in the afternoon and one to seven on the night shift in the surgical and medical wards and one to three in ED and paediatrics and maternity. The owners of a home at Hamilton South were counting the cost on Thursday after their house was struck by lightning. Fire crews from Merriweather, Cooks Hill and Carrington were called to the unoccupied split-level home on Hibbard Street just before 6 on Wednesday night to find a fire in the roof space. Lightning struck the roof and travelled down the wall along the power board and solar inverter before exiting through the side of the home. Crews managed to contain the fire before it could spread, but the lightning bolt punched a large hole in the ceiling. The news a Hong Kong-based company wants to build a coal-fired power station at Curry Curry caused divided opinions on Thursday. Kai Sun Holdings' plan would see two low-emissions power plants built in the Hunter Economic Zone. Cessnock Greens candidate Janet Murray said the recent court decision on the proposed Rocky Hill mine at Gloucester should prove the project can't go ahead. The judge 
disallowed that coal mine on the basis that the emissions of burning that coal would stop us from meeting our Paris Agreement. And I look at this and say, well, surely if this goes to court, the judge will have to say, hmm, CO2 emissions, this will prevent us from meeting our Paris Agreements. Upper Hunter Nationals MP Michael Johnson also weighed in on the debate, saying the plan is necessary for the region to lower costs for households and businesses. Well, I think it'll have a very positive impact on the Hunter and New South Wales. I've been calling out for quite some time now for new coal-fired power stations to be built, and it's also good for jobs in the Hunter as well. There was heavy traffic in Hamilton on Friday morning while a major police operation was carried out. Officers later confirmed a man had died and another was in hospital following a stabbing in the early hours of the morning. Around 3.30am, police responded to reports of two men fighting on Donald Street in Hamilton and arrived to find the man had left the area by car. Shortly after, officers attended a unit on Cody Street in Hamilton South where they located the body of a 51-year-old man. A 23-year-old man suffered serious head injuries and was taken to the John Hunter Hospital for surgery. Superintendent Brett Greentree said police were looking for a third man they believe may have been involved in the incident. Meanwhile, there was another stabbing incident at Windale on Friday morning. Just before 2am, a man forced his way into a home on Luana Crescent where a family of five were asleep in their beds. It's alleged the man was armed with a knife and stabbed a 49-year-old male occupant in the face and chest. The victim was taken to hospital in a critical condition. A 36-year-old Valentine man was assisting police with their inquiries.